mid-September breeze. Skip turned around to give Sawyer a sardonic look. You were saying? Yeah, yeah, just watch the road, Sawyer said. I'd like to arrive home in one piece after surviving the war and the flu, if you don't mind. Skip laughed. Don't worry, soldier boy. I'll make sure you're around to see 1919. I'll be 18 in January, but they won't take me because of my mental defect. It's not glamorous, Skip. Everyone should do their duty, but it's not some big adventure. War is hard, scary, and bloody. Did you look at the pictures I sent home? He asked. Skip nodded. Yeah. I haven't shown them to anyone, just like you asked. I know you're right, but it's hard when you're different. I'd sooner not be able to go because I had a deformed foot or something. Sawyer laughed. You'd rather have a deformed foot than a mental defect? You know what I mean, Skip said. Now what's he doing? Joey had slowed down and pulled over on the other side of the road so Skip could draw alongside of him. Nice of you to show me up, Dwyer, Skip said, grinning. Joey laughed, his hazel eyes shining. Now don't get mad, he said, keeping an eye out in case another auto or a horse-drawn vehicle came from the opposite side of the road. Hey, Sawyer, you want to drive? Is your shoulder up for it? Sawyer grinned. Yeah, sure. I can drive for a little while. Pull over, Skip. Skip decreased his speed and brought the car to a stop. Joey pulled over in front of them and cut the engine. Hopping out, he waited for Sawyer to get in so he could explain the gear shift and other features to him, since the foreign automobile didn't work quite like other cars. Got it? he asked. Sawyer said, Yeah, I'm not stupid, Joey. Where do you want me to pull over at? Just take it on over to your folks' place. We'll follow. Just remember to use the clutch right. Don't kill my transmission. Daddy'll have a conniption fit, Joey said, slapping Sawyer on his good shoulder. He walked over to Skip's car. Get in the back. I'm driving. Why? Joey just looked at him. Do you really have to ask? Skip scowled at him, but relinquished the wheel into the three-seater car as Sawyer took off. Joey made sure no one else was coming and pulled out. How'd he seem to you? Joey asked. Scared. I'm sure it was scary over there, Joey said. I'd go, but I'm not old enough yet. Skip said, that's not what I meant. He was scared of my driving. Joey laughed. Smart man. Did he say anything more about his injuries? Nope. We didn't talk too much since he was cringing so much while we were racing, Skip said. He's still limping. I didn't want to say nothing. And his folks have no idea he's coming? Joey asked. None. I didn't say anything. I can keep a secret, Skip answered. I know you can. I'm sure they'll be glad to see him. I know I am. I really missed him. Me too, Skip said. Did he say if he's going back to the front? Skip frowned. Why don't you ask him all this? Joey replied. Because he's going to have to tell a whole bunch of other people. You have the answers I need since I told him to just write to you and you'd fill me in. He didn't have time to write everyone, especially because he has such a big family. Skip said, He said that he's home indefinitely because he might need surgery, which means he won't be fit to go back to the front. Joey sighed. That's got a sting. I know he liked being a soldier. Yeah, he'll be all right either way. There's tons of ways to help support our troops around here. Look at me. I can't go, but I help with all sorts of stuff. Both young men did. Joey's folks, the first family of Dawson, trained fine horses for the military, and as soon as a horse was deemed trained well enough, 
off it went to the war. It was lucrative, but Joe Sr., the mayor, was more interested in helping their boys overseas by sending only the best bred and trained riding and draft horses. Joey did his fair share of training and ranch work. Many of the younger men in Dawson had taken over the various employment positions left empty by their older male friends and family members who had been drafted. The flu epidemic had caused the Montana Department of Health to close many schools and other gathering places to cut down on the spread of the deadly illness. Therefore, many of the older school-aged children now worked on farms and did other jobs that contributed to the war effort. Dawson's town doctors had ordered regular disinfection of all public buildings, and people had been hired to clean the town hall, hospital, and post office every day. Their pastor, Matt Mac McKenzie, and his family took care of disinfecting the church, and although they still had services, no one shook hands or hugged. Everyone was also required to wash their hands with strong lice.